Welcome to Rethink Real Estate. My name is Ben Brady, and this is a real estate podcast based around the principles of our non-distressed auction model and Australian real estate concepts at work today in the US marketplace. We focus on scripts, dialogues, real situations in negotiation, listing appointments, prospecting, and all concepts to do with real estate. We look forward to being real and rethinking real estate with you. Okay, folks, welcome back to another episode of Rethink Real Estate. It's Ben Brady, Jason Scott, and our celebrity guest that makes an appearance from time to time, Mr. Rob Ford. How are we, gentlemen? Very well, mate. Very well. Always good, Ben. Always good. Wonderful. So uh, we're doing a little bit of a road trip today, and we thought we'd take advantage of us all being in the car together and uh, do a podcast. And uh, Rob came up with an idea that I think is um, except Sorry, you can say that. Exceptional. um, Because... It's interesting how in this marketplace, and not to mention as well in real estate at the moment, how a lot of people are, you know, sort of prospecting very, very aggressively to get business through expired listings and properties that have already expired, and not a lot of thought is going into the open house process, Rob. Do you agree? No, that's right. No, no, and I think, and and that's part of the importance of looking at, you know, where your next listing is coming from, because I know the market that we're going into now, it's critical to make sure that because things aren't selling as quickly that we need to really stock up those levels of inventory. So making sure that we're taking every opportunity that we can to build a relationship that will then turn into a listing down the track. Absolutely. And one of the key facets to a majority of the business that we see is that majority of people are finding a lot of good potential sellers from the open houses, especially those agents within Harcourts that are doing auctions and taking down everybody's information at the front door. Guys, you are building your databases unbelievably because let's face it, majority of the people that are coming through your open houses are not coming through with agents. They may have an agent or say that they have an agent, but if they're not a, if they're not accompanying them through the open house, then guys, what exactly are they doing? Are they really their agent? And not to mention is that the statistics from the National Association of Realtors states that a little over three agents is what an average seller gets through their property uh, or gets into their property to pitch listing their property. So at the end of the day, if they say they have an agent, why are we neglecting those people? We should be following them up because we still want an opportunity to speak to them. So Rob, uh, Jace, let's talk about what. how would you follow those people up? Someone walks into the front door, you grab their information, uh, and you get a phone number from them or an email address, whatever it may be. What is the next step from your perspective? Well, I, I think as well, just to, just to, to come to that in, in one second as well, but let's not just forget about how quickly a lot of agents are dismissive of other neighbours that come through open houses and again this auction process that we have is conducive to uh, the neighbourhood coming and checking out the listing because they're not too sure what this auction thing is all about and it's quite provocative to the neighbourhood and the real estate market but those sellers that may not be represented by an agent um, may not be looking to purchase real estate but just curious in their area agents are so dismissive of that opportunity to build a relationship with them get into that front door put them into their database find out why they're curious as to this home find out um, what the value of their property might be so on and so forth so i think that it's really important that when we're not letting anything fall through the gaps as far as the ability to build a name and a reputation in that area we already have one business with those neighbors that come through property and we have a tremendous amount of neighbors that come through all of our open houses here at harcourts as well 
But to come to the question as far as those agents that, that uh, sorry, rather those buyers that may or may not be represented by an agent that comes through an open house, first and foremost, we have to be doing the job that's at hand when it comes to the listing that you have um, uh, currently on the market that they've come through is why do they come through the property, following them up to get their thoughts on the property, following them up to find out what it is that they're curious about in the real estate market at the moment, are they looking to buy, sell, invest, what's their reason for coming to the open house first and foremost and then from there you can have a follow-up checklist as to where they go into the database and then your follow-up procedure from that. So let's talk through what a follow-up process would actually look like though. Someone comes through that front door even if they're not identified as somebody that might be selling in the near future even if they're not a neighbor we should be still following up with those people but you know what are some leading questions from your perspective Robin Jason to ask to some of somebody that you're following up with to find out whether or not they're a seller? First and foremost, I'd start with, um, so thanks very much for coming through today, whether it was a, at the time of, of the open house or whether it's a follow-up phone call. Hey, quick question, are you researching buying or selling today? And then you'll get a very quick response as to, oh, no, no, we're, we're just a looky-loos or we're just a neighbor or whatever it might be, or yes, no, we, we're in the market to buy. Okay, great, what are you looking to buy? And then follow on questions from there. Or um, you know, it, it also gives you an opportunity very, very quickly with one simple question to find out if they are a potential seller. Now, for the most part, you're gonna get buyers that come through and they're looking in the market. And so you've got questions which to follow up as far as their criteria and what's on their checklist. But very, very quickly, you're going to be able to establish, is there a potential seller short-term seller in that contact. Yep, and another question could be, a leading question is, um, you know, I've always gone down the path of a trial close regardless or, or an assumptive close is that assuming that some everybody that comes through the property has something to sell before they buy and they're going to correct you if they don't. So my leading question would be, um, so guys, have you currently got your house on the marketplace? You know, just an assumptive close in the sense that, or assumptive question in the sense that, hey, you're selling something to buy, and they're gonna either say, oh yes, we do, or no, we don't, or, and then your follow-up question to that is that, also guys, do you need to sell before purchasing? Well, no, we don't, or yes, we do, or whatever it may be. Where are you currently living? Just a few leading questions along those lines in order to then determine a follow-up process. But I think that we need to start a little bit earlier than all of this as well, is that some of the greatest agents that we know are sending text message videos or a quick email to every person that has come through their open house directly after the open house saying, hey, thanks very much for attending. Um, it was great meeting you. Uh, look forward to following you up here in the next few days. One of my key jobs is to get feedback for our sellers so that we're communicating with them and they understand what the marketplace is saying about their home. So I look forward to contacting you here in the next few days. That is another thing that an, uh, 15 minutes after the open house is finished, if you went through and you did a quick text message video to all of those people, it could be pre-recorded. You could do one on the spot and send that out. But either way, there's a touch point 15 minutes after meeting them or 15 minutes after the open house because these people need to be impressed by the level of service that you're giving them and the level of service that you're giving your sellers as well. I don't think that can be neglected. Don't you think, guys? For sure. And there's, there's two things, I think. Uh, the, the more relevant and the more impact you can have with someone is based on what information that you know about them because people only are really interested in what's important to them. So the more information that you can gain from them will make it a lot easier for you in what your follow-up should be. Uh, one question that just uh, one that comes to mind that was a really easy one to ask people as well. Uh, is this your first, second or third purchase in the area? Which is a really easy way to say, do you own something else? Because if you're aware of that, then you know what you can sort of follow up with. Oh, the other two are the investment properties. 
would you be interested in getting an appraisal through? Have you had a rental increase? So finding things that will be relevant and important to them for, for, for your follow-up makes a really big difference. Yeah, yeah. And the, the, just on the follow-up to the you know people coming through the open home, um, get the E1 app. Just bang the email, template it in there straight away so you're professionally taking names and numbers, you're showing that you're an organised agent, you're showing that you've got the follow-up, but then making sure that you don't just treat them like everyone else from there on out. You're updating the notes that what the what it was that was important to them, why they were looking in the area, if they did have investment properties. So when you speak to them and you add those notes, you're actually having a personalised conversation with them. And guys, if you're looking for the E1 app, just contact us. Send us an email um, to ben.brady at harcourts.net or jason.scott at harcourts.net or rob.ford at harcourts.net and we can get you that information. For those of you that don't know what that, uh, that app is, E1 is our open house app um, with Harcourts that we offer along with our other Apple award-winning technology that you should be taking advantage of. There's no question about that. It's so much more professional and it's so much easier for you to take information at the front door and not lose that information in a paper format. But either way, reverting back to the follow-up process, guys, what we're trying to get to is the fact that do not take everybody for don't, everybody that's coming through your open house for granted. On average, Jason, how many people are we having through an open house with Harcourts Auctions at the moment, mate, through one of our auctions? A hundred and two through an average auction campaign which runs between three to four weeks. And it would, I think it'd be fair enough to say that let's use it on a conservative basis. 30% of the people that we meet would be looking to sell their property within six months, I would have thought. That would be stupidly conservative, Ben. Yep. And so therein lies, I believe, the true gold in all of this, guys, is that, yes, you're there doing a job trying to get the property sold, but the real success lies in the fact of the people that when they list the property, they don't focus on trying to sell it. They use the auction process that has over a 90% success rate. Why do you need to focus on selling it when you know that 90% of the time you're going to get a result within the time frame? So therefore, you should be looking for the next one. You know, another great thing that you can do is updating the neighbours around that area after an open house. And I know that this is getting away from what the context of this podcast is, is the people that come through the front door are good leads that you should be following them up. But why don't you spend five or 10 minutes going and knocking on five, 10, 15, 20 doors around that property, letting people know, knock, knock, knock. Hi there, my name is Ben Brady from Harcourts Real Estate. I just held the open house at 123 Smith Street. I just thought I'd let you know that there were 15 groups of people that came through, probably about two or three of them were interested in the property, I would say. So it still leaves between 12 and 13 people that are still looking for something more specific in this neighborhood. Do you know of anybody that's considering selling here in the near future? Guys, what we're trying to give you here is we're trying to give you some gems to make sure that you have another listing avenue, another listing stream coming into your business. And it can be done so simply because of the names and numbers that you're getting at the front door of your open house. And I commonly say this to people in our training is that what would you rather do? make 50 cold calls to people that you don't know, would you rather stand somewhere and people that own real estate walk up to you and give you their information? Which one makes more sense? And I think that's a, a, a big part about this is we know the listing presentations that we go into when we've got a relationship with someone that we've been working over time. Uh, you might be the only one in, you might be one of two, but you, you're going to be 
in there and people are going to understand the value because they know you and you've got a relationship versus if you just get called in on the spot and you're just competing because no one knows you there's no trust no relationship so I think the way that you follow up with people from the open house it actually your listing presentation really starts then because if you've got a really strong relationship you've already proved proven yourself then people often aren't going to ask for other people to come in so if you can get that right from the start I think it's a uh, I think it's a really important part and, and and you know part of that as well Ben you spoke about you know following up after the open house well if you want to be really proactive why not get to your, if you want to stand out in that market that you're working, why not get to your open house 20 minutes early before the open yeah. and go and personally invite the neighbours to the open house because that's starting that relationship for you to build already. And again, that is going to be the gold when it comes down to you actually having to present or pitch for the business to win their home if they've already seen how proactive you are in the sale of another home. And I, and, and I think that's really taken for granted because the average agent here is only doing two open houses a weekend maybe so guys if you said to somebody that you didn't have the time to do this I think that that's you're lying to yourself you absolutely have the time to do this it just whether or not you do want to be successful whether or not you do want to make more money and let's face it guys in a marketplace it's going to be challenging yes we have a great process in auction but we can't rest on those laurels in the sense that we need to be taking more inventory so that we have a more of an opportunity of selling more real estate in this marketplace that we're coming into and not to mention is that as we grow our market share with listings that'll certainly get a much better brand presence for you and the brand of Harcourts you know definitely ratifying what we're doing on a larger scale but let's scale it back and let's talk further again and let's rehash this someone comes up to the front door you're at the open house okay and you say to them um, hi there Ben Brady's my name what's your name okay hi it's Rob all right um, and Rob last name Ford um, and Rob the best uh, contact number for you Nine four nine two six five seven three eight two. And Rob, your address? One five one five Smith Street, uh, Newport. Okay. Um, and Rob, were you aware that this is an auction property? Uh, I did see that actually. What, what does that mean? Well, basically, it just means that we're in the pre-auction stage of the process. The bidding, the price on the property, which is six hundred thousand dollars, is actually the bidding to start from price. So, if you were would interested, they, would sorry, they accept that? Um, well, no. If you were interested, you would need to be north of that price. But if you wanted to write an offer at that level, you're more than welcome to, and we'll take it to the sellers before auction. But if you were interested, we would prefer that you're north of that price. Um, now, if the sellers don't receive an offer prior to auction day, we will be taking it to auction on the twenty third. December. Um, there's some information. Here's a flyer on the property, but also on the kitchen counter, um, uh, on the bench top, we've got, we've got the home inspection, the termite report, the natural hazard disclosure, the preliminary title, and all the normal disclosures is all being done prior to auction, and that is there for your availability. And I just wanted to also let you know is that about 60% of our properties sell prior to auction. So if you are interested, just make sure you let myself know. So we can buy it before the auction. Absolutely, okay. you can. Just like you can buy it now on eBay if you if you're familiar with shopping on eBay. You can do the same thing here if the offer meets our seller's non-disclosed expectations. So I'm just curious. I mean, I, I live locally and I'm a little concerned that that bidding to start from seems low. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't want this to be a negative impact on my home. With the, with the price. Hey, do you know what, Rob? Um, certainly real estate is a referral business and we're not looking to undersell any good real estate here. So the reason that we're doing auction is because we were uncomfortable pricing this property because we feel that overpricing a property or could potentially ruin the reputation of a home through the negotiation down and usually we miss the market. But also if we priced it too low, we would have left money on the table. So auction's a very clear way of a negotiation
position up in order for us to get the most money out of the marketplace and get true market value so that we can uphold the values in the area itself. But hey, take a quick look through the property. I've got your name and number here now. More than happy to follow you up with any questions here, okay? So then guys, let's just pause there. What I would do from there, I'd make a quick little note to say, ask the few questions about auction, lives locally. Now at the open house, let's say that Rob wasn't comfortable giving me his address. I would just then transform it, say, hey Rob, where do you, what's your address? Oh no, I don't wanna give you my address. Well, that's fine, do you live locally? If he said yes, I would make a mark, lives locally. And that's another reason for me to then follow up later. Now guys, let's say the open house is finished, what's our next step? I would be sending either a text message to everybody that's come through, I would do a text message video if you're confident enough to do so, simply saying, hey, thanks very much for coming through my open at 123 Smith Street. I just wanted to let you know that you'll be receiving a phone call from myself here within the next 48 hours, getting some feedback for our sellers. Part of our process is making sure our sellers understand what their property's worth in the market and are always up to date with the feedback from the marketplace, okay? And just sign off, Ben Brady from Harcourts, whatever it may be, showing your, that you're due diligent, showing that, that you are following up with them. The next step from there, guys, is the phone call to them, okay? The phone call to that person, okay? Ring, 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 Rob picks up. Hi, it's Rob. Hi, Rob, this is Ben Brady from Harcourts Real Estate. I met you at 123 Smith Street on the weekend. Do you remember that property? Yeah, not for us. Okay, um, so, I, so I can get you back for a second showing if you'd like. No, 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 um, that, not, not right for us, that one. Okay, well, Rob, just so that I'm fully aware, is the property of interest to you at any value, though? Like, I know what you said it's not for you. Why isn't it for you? It was more so because we've got a place down the road, and I'm just curious as to see what the uh, result is if it impacts ours, to be honest. Okay, so, uh, Rob, if we could get you the right price for your property, would you be interested in moving into this property, or would you be interested in moving in general? Uh, probably moving in general, not locally, but I, I mean, that's that's down the track. I mean, I, I just wanted to see what this one goes for, and, and, and I'm hoping it's a lot more than where you started it. Okay, um, yeah, and absolutely, there's no question that we're going to get the most money out of uh, the sale of this property. But in the meantime, Rob, do you know what your property's worth in today's marketplace? Oh, would have thought I've got a pretty good idea. Okay. One of the things that we do um, is that we pop in for 15 minutes, have a look at your property and give you get a better understanding of the value of your home so that you understand what exactly that you're sitting on and what exactly you could achieve if you were to put it on the marketplace. Now, it doesn't mean you're selling or even considering selling. You might not even sell for the next five years, but it gives me an opportunity to, one, come and introduce myself, explain more about our process, which is auction. But two, it gives me an opportunity to also um, start building a relationship with you so I can keep you up to date with all of the relative sales in the area because while there's while the marketplace might be okay right now it does change from time to time with different results and I will put you on a process of making sure that I can keep you up to date with that I'll pop over at around five o'clock on Wednesday to update you on your property's worth uh, two conditions one that you only take 15 minutes yep. two that you don't just continually barrage me with information that I don't need no problem at all we can come up with a bit of a communication strategy when I'm there 5pm 5, 5 on Wednesday look forward to seeing you then Rob okay done so guys, as simple as it, that was, is that I didn't really want any more feedback out of Rob about the property that I was listed, that I had listed in the area that he came through. As soon as I'd established there that he had something to sell, automatically changed the conversation to get in the front door. It doesn't, one of the key lines that I want to point out there, and Jace, you might have something more you want to add to this in follow-up, but one of the key lines to make people comfortable is that it doesn't mean you're selling or even considering selling. It's an opportunity for me to pop in and give you an understanding of what your property 
property is worth. One of the one fundamentals that I had when selling real estate, and I know Rob, you were the same because we've spoken about this before, is that our main role wasn't to do listing presentations. It was to give them a price assessment. Okay, a price assessment on, on every property within our local area that we were working in. That was our main goal because as Rob pointed out before, that is when a relationship can start. As soon as you've entered that front door, you are 80% more likely to get that listing because you can start building a relationship from there. How often have you driven past the listing in your local area and you've gone to yourself, oh, I can't believe they've listed with those people. The only thing that you were missing was the relationship. And there's there's two points I think that's so important about going and doing those valuations. One is that it's giving you an exceptional uh, understanding and knowledge of the local market. You know exactly what is out there in terms of homes and it gives you the ability that if there ever is someone that has any interest to almost play chess if you like between buyers and sellers and match them up if they are if, if there's something that might work and the second part is you can imagine if you're doing let's say you're doing three listing presentations or valuations a week let's say it's 150 that you're doing a year now at the end of this year if you had been into 150 valuations do you think that there would be a percentage of them that would be potentially looking to sell in the, the years coming up. Oh, no question. Your pipeline Absolutely. will be strong. So I think then in those quiet times, it gives you an exceptional way to have a look back through. If you categorize and sort out your, your database in the right way and you have a look at all value past valuations, that is the strongest prospecting database that you can have. And uh, just to add to that, guys, is that, you know, a valuation, just to define all of this, is a valuation, a price check, a health check, whatever you call it, that is not a listing presentation. It is just simply your opportunity to go in and then meet them, okay, and then start forming a relationship. Now, again, to clarify, I do not believe in giving a price on a property in a listing presentation. And that's a whole nother lesson. That's a whole nother podcast, guys. But in a value where you are unsure that they're selling or they're not going to be selling for 6, 12, 18 months, 2 years, 5 years, whatever it may be, it, there is no problem in going in and giving them the comparables in their area and giving them a bit of a guide when it comes to the price because we can handle that a little bit differently as we go into then and it eventuates into a listing presentation. Again, this is just your opportunity to start that relationship. But it also, if you think about it, your real estate business should be pipelines or, or channels of listings. That's what it is. Income streams is what a business looks to have, different income streams so that they've got diversity. You're looking to have different listing streams. You've got your expired listing phone calls, which are an integral part of your business to get now business. You've got also your generalized farming. You've also got your open house people that you meet. You've got your prospecting around your auction listings or your listings on the marketplace. These are all different lines of listing leads that you can be adding into your business because the more you list, the more opportunity you have to make money, but it all comes down to building relationships. As Rob pointed out at the very beginning of this, I think that we can start building relationships with the people that we meet at our open houses because we're taking advantage, unlike any other real estate company here in the United States, is that we're taking advantage of taking the information at the front door. And even if they say to you, yes, we've got an agent, doesn't mean that you can't give them an update on the price of their property. Doesn't mean that you can't outservice them in comparison to the agent that they've dealt with in the past to be one of those three competing agents to go into a listing appointment. You've just got to get the opportunity to deal with that. Yeah, Anything fair. further to add, gentlemen? That's great. Well, guys, 
get out there, list a few properties, call us if you need us, but look forward to seeing you again on another episode of Rethink Real Estate. Thanks.